All right, so I should mention, if you missed it, yesterday the Dow jumped a 1,000 points at the end. NASDAQ was off 4.6%. Elon Musk did get another $7 billion in Twitter financing. But if you look where the market was, oh, March of 2018, four years ago, right? 23,000. Yesterday after the big, you know, sell-off, it's still at almost 33,000. So the world has not come to an end. Terry Sawchuck's still with me here as we continue the conversation and focus on, uh, all right, watching the the whiplash on, on Wall Street. It's the worst beginning to a year in a long time, my understanding, worst first quarter numbers in a long time, Terry. But what do you make of it as you look at it? The, the, the futures today down just a little bit. But this happens. It's not like there was a collapse, right? No, I, it's it's hard to say where exactly we are, Steve. Um, you know, on the surface, things look okay as far as the underlying plumbing. However, you know, I am reading some things about balance of payments crisis and uh, or a currency crisis. I, I don't think we're there um, because I, I think this all boils down to one thing. It's how does the Fed handle this going forward? And, you know, it's really interesting, Steve, because... <clears throat> the Fed has moved the markets with their words and not their actions. So when you think about it, I mean, before yes or before Wednesday, uh, the Fed had only raised interest rates by 0.25%, yet the market was off over, or the NASDAQ at least, was off over 15% before that. So I, I think the Fed's in a position now where they're going to have to look like they're giving some lip service to inflation to appease their political masters, and then... After another month or two of this garbage and the markets falling apart, they're going to be forced back to the table, and they're going to have to take what I would call a dove. A dove yeah, let me ask you this: away from monetary tightening. I, yeah. I want to ask you this because I mean, here I pull it up again: uh, diesel prices setting an all-time record high. I think it's the eighth day in a row, something like that. I mean, diesel prices, which affects everything. Uh, it affects farming. It affects deliveries. It affects trains. You know, because diesel locomotives, 18-wheelers moving whatever it is you want, whether it's from Amazon or produce, whatever, 551 is the average across the country. The gas price across the country now at 427. Uh, the average in Michigan where you and I live now is 431. 431 is the average here in Michigan, which I think is the all-time high for the average, according to AAA, that I checked the numbers. Um it's terrible energy policy that is undercutting the American economy right now. We don't have to be dealing with this. If the Biden administration would stop putting its boot on the throat of energy companies, we wouldn't have this problem. But we have refineries closing because they can't make money because of the restrictions. We have pipelines that are being shut down because uh, the, the green police don't want them to operate and so on and so forth. Meanwhile, China's pumping oil, Russia's pumping oil, moving coal. Oh, how can there possibly be a future in an America with no energy? And especially when we have it in spades right under our feet. Yeah, I think eventually they're going to have to loosen all that stuff because when you look at it, I mean, just with what's going on in Ukraine, there's probably a 30% reduction in available energy that can be shipped through the rest of the world. Um, we obviously were energy independent, and so some of this, I would argue, um, has has to do with our energy policy. But to be fair, some of this is the energy companies themselves 
after getting their ass kicked during COVID. I don't know if you remember it, Steve, but there was a split second where the price for a barrel of oil went negative. And so the, these yeah. companies lost a ton of money during that cycle, and they're they're not going to increase production until they make some of that, that money back, and they're not going to start R&D. And the question really becomes, at what point do these higher energy costs and higher food costs start creating what's called demand destruction? And getting to a place now where consumers are going to back off spending. And we're not there yet, but I think we're getting close. And you give this another couple of months. Um, and by the way, I think diesel prices are only going to go higher. And the same thing with natural gas. Um, we're not we're not done with this run up just yet. Uh, that's exactly right. So, you know, and I, and I look and I and I find these remarkable uh, numbers. Uh, energy is terrible. Uh, I believe a recession is coming. I mean, I hear... Uh, Jerome Powell there, you're talking about the Fed saying there's no recession coming. I don't see how you avoid a recession at this point. We're going to be two quarters negative. We had one quarter negative. Uh, we just got the numbers. I don't think we're in positive territory here with these kind of energy prices. Or am I missing something? Well, it's hard, hard to say. I think demand has still been reasonably strong, relatively speaking. But, you know, Steve, we gave out trillions of dollars in fiscal stimulus in the last 18 months that stopped roughly September or maybe October of last year. And so without that fiscal stimulus, without the Paycheck Protection Program and the direct checks to consumers and all these other ways that the federal government stuffed money back in the hands of the average person, all that money is gone. And so I don't think it's reasonable to assume demand is gonna maintain its current level or anything close to it. And so I do agree that whether we, you know, they fudge the numbers and somehow produce a second quarter that's not negative as we move through the rest of this year there's going to be a growing amount of pressure uh to to fix this which is why i think the fed's going to pivot because eventually they have to you and i both know washington's controlled by uh the politicians and Absolutely. they're going to by win, money and it's mostly left-leaning right so they're going to yeah. they want the economy to look better by the midterms but it won't i mean it's too late you, you can't heal these energy prices by November, not at this rate. Anyhow, uh, Terry Sawchuk, uh, fascinating conversation as always. Um, the world just moves faster every day, my friend, and thank you for taking the time. I love our chats, buddy. I look forward to the next one. There you have it. Terry Sawchuk, everybody, uh, says the world will change more in the next 10 years than it did in the last 10,000. Hard to argue with, isn't it? By the way, you can change the next 10 days Go to GruberHealth.com, GruberHealth.com. Lose weight, feel great, GruberHealth.com. You'll be healthy, wealthy, and wise by the time you get to the next pandemic, and I hope you do. GruberHealth.com. It's free to look. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Steve Gruber Show. I see some people showed up this morning. And on Getter at Steve Gruber. Facebook at The Steve Gruber Show. Hey, it's all there for you. I'll be right back. What's Enbridge doing to keep up with the energy demands of tomorrow? As a bridge to the energy future, we're helping drive the change toward lower carbon and renewable energy sources. That's why we're modernizing our infrastructure to be more efficient and reliable, and why we're investing in energy sources like wind and solar. We are Enbridge, a leading North American energy infrastructure company, and we believe when our energy meets yours, the future is full of promise. Enbridge, life takes energy. Do you have what it takes to be an entrepreneur? Have you done your due diligence on the most important component of your new business, you. 
Introducing the Grind Score, a tool to help you analyze how you will impact your startup. The Grind Score is a 24-question quiz developed by co-founder and co-CEO of Big B Coffee, Michael McFall. Get his real-world insight and feedback on what he has seen work and not work in a startup. Go to thegrindscore.com and start your journey. That's thegrindscore.com. Thegrindscore.com.